0: Hi friends, I am Erin from Erin Whelan Online and this is a podcast about my family's homesteading journey from an urban farm in Washington State to 120 acres in Tennessee. This is our journey of how we got to where we are and how we're building our homestead from the ground up. Thanks for being here. Wednesday, um, my sister. I don't know when she's actually going to get this up. I'm supposed to give her my um, blo- my blog post, my podcasts on Monday, so she has time to upload them, make the email for them, do all the things. And it is Wednesday morning, so I am a horrible sister right now. I'm also a horrible podcaster. I am. I was procrastinating, and I have been the queen of procrastination. I feel like I ha- I've milked the excuse long enough. Like obviously, when we moved, things were all over the place, and I couldn't get things done in time, and we were just. It was. It was crazy in real life and in my brain and my brain like I, I thrive with lists and schedules and I, I need balance. And so in the mess of moving, my brain was just on fire like constantly, and so I could not keep anything straight, and I would procrastinate and give myself the excuse of, oh, I moved. I'm going to take it easy on myself. Well, no more. Um, We're about, I think we're about four months in to being here now at our new place. I I said three or something the other day, and my mom corrected me. She's like, Erin, you have been there almost four months now, which just feels completely wild to me because it feels like we blinked and we just moved here. Um, So four, I mean, four months, two more, and we'll be here for half a year. That's just... It doesn't feel like it, but I think that's because so much has gone on in such a short period of time. Um, My perception of days and weeks and months, it's just all muddled together. But no more procrastination for this girl. We are getting back on a schedule again. Um, We have been doing school throughout the summer, the core subjects, but we buckled down and I made a better schedule and we um, added in regular subjects again besides just the core subjects. And we've been busting that out since August 1st and it's been going really good. and it's, it's nice. It's nice to have that going again and just kind of feeling like we're doing our day around school and there's, there's a, a method or a, I don't know, there's a pattern to our day, I suppose. Um, so anyhow, I am trying to get back on top of things. So I apologize for this podcast being late and I will try not to let it happen again. Okay, so I might have to actually pause this and go make myself some more coffee. And if you hear some crinkling, I have peace. On my calf right now because I got stung by something yesterday. I was walking in the yard and all of a sudden my calf felt on fire and it hurt so bad. Like I haven't been stung in a long time, but I know what a bee sting is. And this hurt like more than that. So I don't know if it was a wasp or something else. But I was clutching my calf and pathetically trying to limp to the porch to see what the heck had gone on. And um, yeah, it hurt a lot yesterday. And now today it's just red and itches and it's awful. I hate that um okay so today you guys we um i had a lot of questions about the airbnb and kind of what's going on with that and update and some other questions about it so i thought i would just kind of cover all that um this is again going to be just kind of basic stuff because i will have so much more to share once we're in process and we have it here and we're getting the permits and getting everything done so this is just kind of what we know so far and then kind of the aesthetics and and um, a book that I really recommend reading and just some things about what we know to this point. But I'm gonna make myself coffee real quick so I'm gonna pause this real, real fast. <laughs> okay, I have my coffee and we're back in business. Before I share about the Airbnb though, I have to say, um, you guys, our AC is done. We have air conditioning throughout our entire house, all levels every room, new ducting, the heater systems attached to. I'm planning on using using mostly the wood stove this fall. We need to start getting wood actually. Um, but it's all it's obviously always nice to have a heating system back up. Um, so that's super exciting. They do have to come out one more time because there's some finishing work they have to do but everything turns on, it cools and that is just so exciting because again, this has been, what was supposed to be like a two-week project <laughs> turned into a two-month project. And then I just got a call from our foundation people and hopefully within the next couple of weeks, our foundation will be done. And you guys, I just, I feel the light at the end of the tunnel. These two things were just weighing very heavy on me. First of all, because the cost of them was just, it's a lot to shell out. Um, but th- but knowing now that we've got our money out of the air conditioning, I mean, it's a lot of money to put forth. We had to put half down. Um, and so it's just, there's some anxiety, anxiety, there but now that everything's installed and everything was done we can be like okay checked off paid for everything's done and then the foundation we had to do um about a third of that down as well um the foundation wasn't as expensive as we thought so there was two options there was the options for a full foundation on the side of the house so just like No, just like from one into the other full foundation and I think that was about 8,000, but we decided to do the Foundation pillars which was five something and we just wanted to do that Mostly because we were just afraid of not having access to underneath the house especially because we have the air conditioning down there and the vents are down there and all the tubes and everything and it just it felt like I mean, if we needed under there for some reason and the whole side of the house was sealed off and there was only one entrance because our house underneath it, because it's almost 100 years old, there's a lot of like rolling dirt, I guess is what you would say. So s- some places you can access some spots and some places you can't. So to be able to get in all around the house is kind of the best. I don't even know if that makes sense. But um, but so we decided to go with the pillars. And so, yeah, they should have that done within a few weeks. And then you guys like, Travis and I can pretty much do everything else ourselves. We won't have to hire a bunch of stuff out anymore. And it's just, it's such a relief. its I mean, obviously the foundation is the biggest thing because that's what's holding our house up. And once that's done, oh my gosh, like i we can start working on other projects inside the house. I just feel like we've been stalled at doing some things for a while because we didn't want to mess up with the foundation um, because they're going to have to jack our house up a little bit. So anyhow... So excited for those things. I also got my clothesline this week, you guys. I don't know if you saw on the blog, Whalenonline.com, But um, I've wanted a clothesline since we... My grandma Judy always had a clothesline. um, And she always had everything hanging out there. And it was just such wonderful memories when I was little. I feel honestly like... Half of me is just always trying to recreate what I felt at her house and the beauty of her house. She lived in a mobile home. It was nothing special, the the mobile home itself, but it didn't even matter that it was a mobile home and they did do an addition to it too and my grandma was so funny because she, aesthetics weren't huge for her. Like they're very huge for me. I have to have a float in my room, the colors, everything matters. My grandma's house was just literally filled with a love. She kind of collected knickknacks and on, the per- and on the addition to her house, she had this huge, it was just, um, it was just plywood floors. And she had all the grandkids come over, you guys, and she sectioned off sections of each of the floor. And she gave us each her own section and she said, paint something on this. And you know, like a kid in a candy store, you go, we get to paint on the floor, like whatever we want. And she's like, paint whatever you want on the floor. She was like, I want this to be a whole mural of just my grandkids and whatever made them happy at that moment. And so she let us paint her floors. And I painted, I mean, there was tons of stuff all over her floors. Like, I mean, all the kids painted different things. I painted, you guys, it's so on brand for me. I painted a chicken. Um, And I forget what everyone else painted. Uh, There's probably some donkeys and things like that. We kind of mimicked what was around grandma's house. And then she commissioned one of her friends from church to make like this big old basket in the middle of the room. And we kind of did all of our little murals around that. And so her floor was just literally painted. And she put her chairs and everything on there, decorated after that. And that was that was her addition was just these loud, crazy colors all over the floor from all of the grandkids. Um, And then she had flowers everywhere. My grandma had, I would definitely call it English country style garden as far as there were no rows. She didn't really plant tons of vegetables. At least I don't remember that. Maybe she did when she was younger and she had kids. But when when the grandkids came over, it was just flowers everywhere and bird feeders all over the place and wind chimes. She loved wind chimes, which is one of the reasons I have one of her wind chimes um, here in our tree. And it sings to me all the time. And I I always tell Grandma Judy, hi when I hear it. Um, But so, yeah, she just had... I think everything I do here is kind of like to recreate that feeling because when you went to grandma's house, you just felt amazing. Grandma was not the greatest cook. (laughs) Um, She used to take like she she wasn't the greatest cook. I remember when my dad got married to my mom, uh, he asked he asked my mom if she could go hang out with his mother and get some recipes from her because my um, grandma Martha was from the South. They were from Oklahoma and she cooked my grandma. My grandma. Martha could cook. She loved to host. She loved the finer things in life. She worked very hard to get nice things and um she she it was just amazing. She she loved to bake and cook and do all these things and so my mom learned that from her because my grandma Judy just was not her forte but she was a wonderful gardener and she was a wonderful host and she always made everyone feel so welcome you walked into my grandma's house and she'd have you cutting up vegetables in the kitchen for something or she'd you'd come over and she's like grab a pail we're gonna go down to the barn and feed the donkeys like she put you to work and you just felt at home and so I think I'm always trying to recreate that feeling of of what she gave to everyone who that who she met Um, It was very, very special. It was a very special feeling. And so I think that that's kind of something that I'm trying to do here. My goodness, what kind of rabbit trail was that? I talk about AC to my clothesline to my grandma Judy. (laughs) So you get all that this morning in the first 10 minutes. Um, Okay, so let's get to the um, Airbnb, though, and we'll cover some of that. So the biggest, I think... um, Again, I can't say everything for sure. So take all this with a grain of salt. But you guys did have some questions, and so let me see if I can answer some of those. Now, probably the biggest thing, if you guys follow me on Instagram, was you saw yesterday that we have an addition to the farm, and that addition is a tractor. And one of the reasons we purchased this tractor was because of the Airbnb. So when we... Initially aside, we went to the Airbnb. We called to get an estimate for clearing the land. And these people that we called, our neighbors have used, a lot of people have used, they're very good price. And so um, they came highly recommended. And so they came over, very nice company, very nice um, gentleman, um, and I kind of told him our vision what we wanted they were going to clear about three acres for us level the spot for the B&B and put in another additional road into our property so people didn't have to access the Airbnb through our personal driveway there'd be like a secondary driveway for them to access it um, which allows them privacy and allows us privacy um, plus it gives us access to a different portion of the property that is just harder to access from Um, our area here. So um, definitely something that was a priority for us and still is to, to get that road. So to do the road, um, and to clear out these three acres and it is taking down some, um, trees that are dead, some larger trees that are dead. Um, cleaning up a few of the trees was what they priced this out for. And then clearing the land, I want it tilled and nice so I could plant some seed there as far as some grass. And so I could use it for um, my upick garden for next year. So I told the guy all this and they gave us an estimate and the estimate for all of that, which they could get done in three days was $10,000. Um, I, for some reason was... <laughs> I always underestimate and Travis over but I was thinking I in my brain I was thinking three to five thousand I don't know why I don't know where that number came from but that's just what I thought and so 10000 was quite a shock, and when we thought about, I talked to Travis, and I was like, gosh, this is a lot of money, and this is going to take away from the money that we were going to put towards the Airbnb as far as we're going to have to save more and plan more, and it's going to take us longer to put this Airbnb together because this is taking a big chunk of the money that, you know, I hadn't really commissioned for it or hadn't set aside for it and so then Travis we had a moment where we're like should we even do the B&B but then we kind of came back to what we talked on the previous episode when I had Travis as a guest it's like if we don't do this then we're just going to piddle our money away in other areas and we're going to have nothing to show for it we need to be able to get something here to where we're bringing in um income and we have some place for our friends to stay and you guys listen to the episode because it kind of spilled out why exactly we wanted to do the Airbnb and all of that still held true after we thought of all of this. So we told the gentleman, let's go ahead and do it. And um, he said he was about three to four weeks out. Perfect. That was about three weeks ago. Um, and so we I just it was heavy on my heart for the for about two to three weeks. And, you know, anytime we do a project, Travis, he always jokes from the very beginning when we moved here, he's like, oh, you know, this would be so much easier if we had a tractor. Oh, this would be so much easier if we had a tractor. Oh, but if we only had a tractor and it was in jest But also not, um, and when you when you do have acreage like ours that is in desperate need of attention, as far as we only live on two acres that are cleared, the rest of our land besides a few meadows in the back, which we haven't even walked through our whole property, so we really couldn't tell you. But most of it, like ninety five percent of our property, is treed, and it's again we already contacted a logger the this property was logged recently so they're not going to come in and clear anything we're not going to make any money off of this um we contacted a few loggers to see if they wanted to do um some clearing around our house area but again that would have cost quite a bit of money for them to do because there wasn't any profit in it for them because the large trees were gone and so as i'm Pricing in my head and just thinking out. Okay, so we want this cleared right here, and this is ten grand. Well, I need pasture cleared for our horses and our cows and our future animals, and our yard is not big enough for everything that we want to be able to do. You know, we didn't buy this land just to look at it and be like, oh look, how pretty! Like we bought this land to use it um, for our family and to be able to be as self-sufficient as possible by raising our own meat, raising our own animals, our milk, everything. And so. You know, if it costs 10 grand to clear out that one section, I mean, obviously it's to put in a road and everything, but it's gonna be a few more grand every few acres that we try to clear out. So if we wanna clear out more acreage and expand our, um, like 10 acres, if we wanted just 10 acres of usable land where we can make pasture and stuff, that's probably gonna be another 10 plus thousand dollars. And can we continue to keep shelling out all this money all the time? And the answer is no, (laughs) no, we cannot. We cannot afford that. And so, um. And so I told Travis, I was like, I think, I think you're right. I think we really do need to look into getting a tractor and what, but can it do what we want it to? Because we can't afford a hundred thousand dollar humongous tractor, which is what they were going to bring in to do our land in three days. I mean, to to fix three acres in three days, they are going to have their, you know, huge tractors, at least two or three that do different things and they're going to be out there just clearing that area and so we can't afford a hundred thousand dollar tractor um but we can afford a smaller one and can a smaller one do the same thing um even though it would take more time and so travis went into uh, it's called tennessee tractor which is a tractor supply store that supply they work with john deere and they do a lot of west tennessee and um he went in there and he talked to them and he said this is what i've got going on this is what i want to do you know what tractor would work for this and the guy said the tractor uh, I, I don't even know what kind it is you guys you could look at it on my Instagram or I will also do a blog post on it as well um But there's pictures on online right now on Instagram. Um, But they show Travis this tractor and they said, this will get done what you want to do. Will it take longer than the three days the other guys were going to take? Yes, it'll take longer. It's a smaller tractor. He's like, but could you do it? 100% you can do it. He was like, and for what you plan to do and for clearing your land and everything else, they're like, this will work perfectly for you. And, um... It just, it made so much more sense to put our money and invest it towards that where this is a one-time fee. And we, we did um, take a loan for it. So I mean, <laughs> we're, we didn't put it all out at one time, but long-term this is gonna be so much more efficient for us and saving our money versus just spending it and spending it and spending it and having nothing really to show for it. So Travis is super, super excited. Um, Tyron is excited too. It's so funny. Tyron finished his school early yesterday just so he could go to the tractor store with Travis Um, Travis has looked at the last few days got approved and everything and then they went up to pick it up yesterday and so Tyron went along with him and We always tell Tyron this is your this is your tractor too Like we're gonna teach you how to use it and one day you're gonna be on this scooting around the property and he was just on cloud nine um, but so yeah, so the tractor came with a trailer And it came with a bushwhacker, which is really what we need because that's going to cut down the smaller trees, just like mow them over, cut them down. And then it came with a leveler. And then we're going to purchase a... tiller to go with it too they had tillers there but the guy said you could just get them a lot cheaper just um, getting a used one so we're going to get a tiller as well to help with tilling the ground for grass for planting and then hopefully i want to expand my garden too so we'll be used as that um, we also want to put in a pond there's so many things i have like on my list now that I'm like giving Travis all the time. And he's just excited. I don't know that I'm ever going to see this guy again. He's going to hop on his tractor every one of his days off or when he gets home at night and just scoot off into the forest and clear things down, which is going to be amazing. Um, and I think it was a really, really good decision on our part when we sat down and just um, priced everything out. So... Now Travis is going to clear our land and we won't have to wait or pay for someone else to do that. And then we get into the B&B itself. So we actually, (laughs) you guys, we have not ordered the B&B yet. Um, We keep saying we're going to do it and then things get in the way and we haven't yet. But I did. I sat down. I took a whole morning the other day and wrote exactly how I wanted everything to be laid out on the inside so that when we go and we order it, I can show them where I want the windows at, the size that I want the windows, the kind of doors we want, where we want the doors positioned, because they kind of, they custom make it. So it's not done on the inside, but they do, you know, the outside, they put the windows in the doors and they do um, lofts as well. And so I'm gonna have a loft on each side. So we're basically gonna tell them what the shell that we want, and then they will make that and then they will deliver here. And so we did talk to the county guys, let me, let me open up your guys' questions real quick and get to the first one. So I'll read this one and then we'll go through it. So it says, um, I'd like to know more of the specific details you had to go through with the con- with the county and the state to get the Airbnb approved. I believe you are adding another building on your property. Does that mean you are then zoned commercial? I'm excited to hear of your plans and what you do with it, but my interest was more for how you get approved and go and what hoops you go through so again beginning stages of this we do not have to be zoned as commercial we talked to the we went to the city hall and talked to the guy it's not a commercial thing i don't know what here constitutes as what you'd have to do for commercial but we do not have to do that um and so based on your county too so we are in a specific county that requires we are like right on the county line half our property actually is in this county half of it isn't but because the livable portion of what we are our house is on this specific part of the county we have to go through those county rules it's weird you guys um so we let's see here we have to get we clear the land and then they come out and they approve the, the area. We have to be so far back from the road. So our for where we're at, our building has to be further away from the road than our houses. It can't be in front of our house, even if it's to the side. So even if it's, which it is, it's about 300 feet to the side of us on the right. It still can't be closer to the road than our houses. It has to be further back, which is fine because that's what we wanted to do anyhow. Um, so it has to be further back than that and um and then once we have the area we put our little flags out the guy comes out and he says okay i approve this area for your um your b&b and now you can proceed to go get the get the building and when we put the building on there then they come back through and they have to approve the building now he told us that it has to be built like um, a house structure so it has to have studs every 17 inches and all of the regular things that any kind of house would be done so even though it's considered a shed it's built to home standards and not shed standards because it has to be approved for living in um and so th- but when we talk to the people who are making it they said that that's how they structure them anyhow because a lot of people do what we're doing or make tiny houses out of them or do that kind of stuff so it will be built to a home standard for code for all of the beams and everything on the inside of it um and so another nice thing which i just found out the other day was i was talking to one of the guys that um runs our farmer's market and he is kind of the agriculture guy here he works in the egg office and he said um i need to go visit him at his office because he said because we're doing an airbnb tennessee has actually a lot of programs they want to bring in um tourism to the area and so they have a lot of programs and um i don't want to say discounts but like incentives for putting something like that on your property to assist with the costs. So I'm like, that is huge and very amazing. And even so we also live on a green belt here. And so a green belt means that you that you own an agricultural piece of land. So you're you can take it out of greenbelt belt status. Um, you have to pay, I think, back taxes for three to five years. But we don't want to take it out of greenbelt status. And there's no reason that we would have to. Um, so because we're in green belt status, we still can't put this piece that we still can't put the B&B on our property. And also we are tax free for a lot of things. So like our tractor, we don't have to pay taxes on our tractor or I guess. So we pay the taxes for the tractor, but we get them back at the end of the year because we are a greenbelt. So it's kind of a reward from the state for continuing to use this area as an agriculture area and not developing it. So even though we are putting the Airbnb there and doing that because I mean, we're still doing a lot of agriculture. It's still considered a green belt, so that's exciting too. So not only do we get incentives back, incentives back from the state because we're bringing in tourism, because we live in a green belt, we also are tax free for a lot of things. So even when we go to the feed store and buy feed for our animals or buy gas for our tractor or anything else like that, um, we're tax free on those things. So if you can buy a green belt and you want to be a farm, a farmer, <laughs> or a homesteader, that is uh, a really beneficial way to save thousands of dollars every year which we didn't even know or understand the implications of that until we moved here and asked some questions so um so yeah uh okay so let me see what the next question was I hope that answered those and again you guys I will have so many more clear answers to things and I wanted Travis to jump on with me in this one but it just didn't happen yesterday we were too busy um but I'll have him jump on too because he's way more um analytical and he can explain things way better than me as far as comes to codes and all that kind of stuff. Um, What are your plans for turnovers? Will you hire it out? Um, So because the B&B is on our land and right next to our house, I am going to be doing all the cleaning and all that kind of stuff on it. It just seems silly to try to find someone. Plus, I don't think I think it'd be very hard to do because we are a little bit more rural out here to get someone, a cleaning company, to come out here and clean all the time. Um, Plus, it's more money in our pocket when we clean because not only um, does does be not only do B&Bs make money or places people make money when you rent out their B&B, they make money usually off the cleaning too which is something that I learned reading and researching about bnbs so they might have their cleaning lady might be 70 dollars to clean for a few hours but they're gonna charge you 100 or 120 or if you have a pet they might charge even more and so that's actually additional money in their pocket so not only are they making money off of your nightly stay they're making money off of the cleaning, too. Um, And a really, really great book, if you are interested in knowing or learning about short-term rentals, um, is it's called Short-Term Rental, Long-Term Wealth, Your Guide to Analyzing, Buying, and Managing Vacation Properties. And it's by Avery Carl. So A-V-E-R-Y and then Carl. And um, you can get the book Or you can also, it's available on Audible. And I love the Audible version too because you can obviously listen to it while you're cleaning or whatever. But the book version is great too because you can highlight, there's tons of things that if you are gonna do an Airbnb, you're gonna want to refer back to. She shows how to set it up. So much great information as far as like how to find your properties to how to like take the pictures, how to post it on Airbnb, the app so that you can um, connect it to all the other um, sites as well that people purchase rentals off of or rent um, places off of. So it's just such a, a bunch of wealth information in there. But um, people do make money off the cleaning fee as well. And so I'm just going to double dip as far as that goes. And I'm going to um, charge for the cleaning, do it myself and charge for the rental itself as well. So um, all of that will be done by yours truly. Um, when will it be available was another question. So. Okay, we're so cute. I, I love my timelines because they're never they're never right, but I, I strive all the time to overachieve. Um, so we wanted it to be <laughs> done by October. Uh, we haven't even purchased the building yet and it is August 10th. So August, September, October, there's absolutely gonna be no way we're probably gonna have it up and running before next spring, which is totally fine. There's not, I mean, we want it to be up for fall and back to school and back to the college, but you know what, it's okay. It's okay. We'll get it done regardless. Um and that was silly of me to even think that October was. I mean, I told Travis that and he kind of rolled his eyes, but he knows not to argue with me, so he's like, "Okay, sure." And then I was like, "I don't think we're going to be able to do it in October." And he's like, "Oh, yeah, probably not." <laughs> um so I'm so probably we're thinking spring. Um once we get it here, we get it all set up. Travis and I will be doing everything. So we have to hire out. We have to get um, the was the septic. So we have to have a septic placed in over there. Um, and then I don't know if we're gonna have to run more electricity from the road and get another pull. We have to call our electrical company and just kind of see. I don't think we're gonna be able to steal electric from the house because we're already running electric to the shop from our house. So I think that would just be too much on our on our little grid. So we will have to do electric over there as well. So those are all fees that we'll have to wait and schedule for people to do those. But we plan to do all of the like the plumbing installation, the tile, the the framing the sheetrock everything on the inside is going to be me and Travis (laughs) and so I think winter will be a perfect time to do something like that because it's going to be you know kind of cold out not gardening time or anything like that so what do we do we'll just fix the inside of our current house and we'll work on the B&B and hopefully have it running next spring Um, and then you guys also had questions as far as like decor style, modern, what are we doing as far as that goes? And I really want to keep it in line with with what I want our home decor to be as well. And I really want like French country cottage style in the B&B and in my house. And so I really want to keep it very authentic. Um, and so I've been researching a lot on decor and you know, decor is one thing, but it's really the structure of the room because decor and everything just looks cluttered. If your room itself, isn't already showing what you want it to be so as far as like the wall treatments uh, the trim on the top the flooring how you um, how you do out the windows all of that is going to kind of show what kind of style the house is and then you decorate around or with that um, and so I want to do I told Travis I really do not like sheetrock. my my whole goal in my current house and also in the bnB is I don't want any visible sheetrock. I want either shiplap walls or I want wallpaper over certain walls. I don't like texture. Get get away from me. All the things textured. I hate and someone in here because they just did such a horrible job um, in our house of doing the remodel. They heavy textured everything. It's like they thought if they put enough texture on it, it would hide any kind of imperfections. But it does not. I, it basically highlights them um so we're gonna have to go through and just like de-texture our whole entire house but i i feel like that sheetrock is is more of a modern thing obviously and so because of that um it gives off a modern vibe and i just don't want that so we're gonna do we're gonna do shiplap um, or stone i like a lot of the stone like the um, german schmear so we're gonna do that in our kitchen and i'm trying to see if i can possibly add that to our B&B as well, and um, and wallpaper. Again, with the b and I have to be careful because there are gonna be guests in there. It is gonna be kid-friendly, so I have to be careful as far as what, I know not all, I know that not every, because it is the public in there, uh, I have to be very mindful to put things that are washable and sturdy. <laughs> so that'll probably be the biggest things there. But I do want to, um, thrift and antique a lot of the things that are going in there so whenever I'm shopping or whenever I'm in another town with an antique store I always stop and I'm just thinking not so much knickknacks and small things but like could I convert this into a dresser could I convert this into you know a stand in the bathroom or can I use this for storage somewhere Um, and so I'm just always looking at that kind of stuff and for the outside so in a perfect world, I would love to get a little um, stock tank pool and make a, and make a little yard around the Airbnb, put a stock tank pool there, string some lights, do a little white picket fence, um, do some big old uh, some big old. Rocks from the parking area, um, like a little rock path to the B and B. Like these are all things that will eventually be there. I don't know; they're probably not going to be there from the very beginning. Um, the outside, I want to do kind of like a creamy blue with white trim. Um, I think that'd be so so pretty. And then maybe some like purple and pink flowers out front. Uh, it's going to be adorable. I should actually do kind of a what's it called? Um, like a what is it, like a mood or vision, not a vision board, a mood board. <laughs> um, and honestly, let, I will do that. I will um, put together a mood board and depending on when Emily gets this up, I'll have her attach it to the bottom on on the blog. So you can kind of get an understanding of the style that I'm going for um, in the B&B and then we'll see, <laughs> we'll see at the end if it actually turns out like that. And I think, again, so the b and I... I'm a perfectionist and so I'm going to have to realize that we need to get up and running as quickly as possible to start making enough from it to then put more into it and to finish a few other things off around the area. So um, the first probably year I'm going to just kind of reinvest the money that we make off of it back into it to get it exactly how I want it. And, um, and then we'll go from there. But again, we're trying to do this all cash. So we don't want to, we're not going to take any loans to put up this Airbnb. If we can't pay for it in cash, then we're going to stop, save, and then once we've saved enough to move on to the next project, we're going to move on to the next. So that's going to be a big thing too, once we get in there and start working on it is, you know, do we have enough available cash to work on it? And if not, then we're gonna to have to stop and save it. It may take us longer than spring. But again, I think the whole goal for us is once we have it up and running, to know that we don't have a loan on it and we have no, like it's instant profit from the very beginning once we started because it was all cash. And so um, that's really our, our goal. And so even if it takes us longer to get that, that's totally fine with us. We're willing for it to do that. So we'll just see depending on how much I can thrift and how many good deals we can find. And maybe I can work with some companies I'm in tandem with this. I'm really hoping that that is a possibility as well, that we can get this up and running hopefully in the spring, maybe a little bit sooner, but um, but we'll see. So I think that hopefully covered most of your questions. I know some of the... Um, I'm vague on some of the the rules and the laws and things like that. But we didn't have to go through the state to do the Airbnb. It's per county. And the the crappy thing is, so the county we're going through is a little more stringent county. If we had been able to go through the other county, which is like halfsies on our property, they basically have no rules and you could just throw something up and start and just start uh, doing whatever you want. And they wouldn't care. So it definitely depends on the county that you're in. And then as far as what Airbnb requires, I don't know yet. So we're gonna get the house up, get it all ready, and then we're going to get onto Airbnb and see exactly what it is that they require to certify a house to get it ready to um, to list. Obviously they have, I think Airbnb is a two, it's either a two or 3% fee that they take from your bookings, which honestly, I didn't feel like was that bad but we do have to have obviously insurance on it um we're going to have to pay for another wi-fi over there even though our wi-fi stinks um but we'll have to do wi-fi a cell phone booster over there so there is some additional costs costs at the very end that we have to shell out but i'm not going to know all those until we are knee deep into it so we're just rolling with what we know until we get to the next step and then we figure that out and then we move on to the next step and that's just how I do things and how my brain processes things. So anyhow, that is it for today, you guys. And I will talk to you all next week. If you want to keep up on the daily, make sure to follow along on Instagram, Erin Whalen online, E-R-Y-N, and I should pop right up or go visit the blog because I have all of my tutorials, DIYs, and current things happening there as well. And I will talk to you guys next week.